going on, guys? Welcome to another episode here at the Elevated Poker Podcast Show. My name is Mike Tang, joined by my co-host, Kyle Kitagawa. Hey, guys. What's up? And today's topic will be how we define and measure success in poker and in life. Cool. So let's maybe define um, the de- the definition of success when it comes to maybe poker. And I would say that success at poker is getting something meaningful back from the game for the time that we put into it here. Would that definition um, measure up to yours, Kyle? Um, I think that's one of my definitions of success, but ultimately it has several different ways to define success. And I don't think that they are mutually exclusive. I think you can have uh, 10, maybe even 20 ways to define success um, as long as it all uh, means something to you. I think a big one for me personally is that success is all about attitude and you have to ask Mm -hmm. yourself a question. Are you happy? I think that's a really key, important question to ask yourself um, because if you're happy and you feel like you're doing something that you're passionate about, uh, you're focusing on what you like to do, what, what's enjoyable to you, then you're already, you're, you're pretty much already heading in the direction towards success. As long as you know where you're heading, um, you, you know, that's, that's the biggest part of success, I think. Yeah, I think it's a bit difficult because in poker, a lot of it is viewed as, in, okay, did you win or did you lose? Did you win any money or did you lose money? Did you have a winning session or did you have a losing session? So how can maybe people or listeners, how can they measure success in a more different way or in a non-monetary way? Yeah, uh, this is a good question, especially with poker. It's um, a lot. I think, I think this is actually kind of a interesting topic for poker players because I think most poker players will tell you if you ask them if they are happy. Um, you know, they're gonna say, "Yeah, I love playing poker. Poker it makes me happy. It's my hobby. Um, I want to be able to play poker for a living and not have to, to worry about income." not have to worry about going to a nine to five day job, all that stuff. Right. But then when they have a losing session or a bad week or, um, you know, they get too out on the river, whatever it is, they lose motivation. They get depressed. They find themselves unhappy. Um, maybe it's due to the financial stress because they're not making enough money to pay the bills. Um, so all of a sudden their attitude goes from, you know, being happy and enjoying life to not being happy so you got to ask yourself is poker really making you happy um maybe it's something deeper than poker maybe maybe you maybe you think poker makes you happy because it gives you freedom to work on your own schedule on your own hours you know whenever you want to um while socializing with people maybe that's the underlying reason why you enjoy poker whereas you know the question, do you actually like playing poker for a living? Maybe you don't because it stresses you out. It um, It's unpredictable. It's inconsistent sometimes. Um, and you got bills to pay and stuff, right? So uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. The lines aren't really like definitive. Um, but I, that's how I see it. And that's how I, I think most poker players um, think but don't realize. Yeah, and I think the underlying um, 
reason for success when it comes to poker is trying to enjoy your time at the table here. Um, I find a, a lot of players when they're maybe playing for many months or maybe years here or playing professionally, they start to lose that enjoyment for the game mm-hmm. um, here or they take it way too seriously. Or like you mentioned, maybe they're having losing weeks, maybe they're having losing months and they have to pay the bills and it's just a stressful situation for them here. So, you know, how do you measure, how do, po- how do players measure success, success in general? Right. And I would say that you would have to measure success, not in terms of money, mm-hmm. but more focus on achieving things that you can control. So it could be about achieving a certain number of hands per month if you're playing online, as opposed to setting monetary goals or focusing on a number of hands that you can play um, well and improving on those hands that you could have played better. Um and just may, or even maybe even focusing on achieving numbers of sessions per week and month. And as, as those examples show, those are things that you can control as opposed to measuring your focus on money and win rate. Those are some things that you can control in the short term. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. I mean, it all comes down to proper goal setting. Uh, you want to set yourself goals that are measurable and attainable. We talked about this on Elevated Poker We've got an entire section on goal setting. We've also done podcasts in the past, I believe, on goal setting. And we mentioned all this as well, uh, that it's really important to keep things measurable. Um, so when it comes to success, you know, um, a lot of people, um, I guess, like you said, pretty much uh, a lot of people, det- a lot of people measure their success based on uh, how many goals they've achieved. And if your goals are monetary, saying like, oh, my goal is to win a million dollars this year, when you don't hit that goal, then you lose motivation, you feel unhappy, you don't feel successful. So instead of putting that monetary goal down, just say, I'm going to play 40 hours a week. And that's attainable, that's measurable. So that's a very good point that you bring up there. Um, And to go along with that, you know, it's really about realizing being successful is really about realizing uh, that the, the whole path towards happiness is constant and never ending. Um, you shouldn't just, it, it's not point A to point B where uh, I'm starting at point A and in order to be happy and successful, I have to get to point B. That's not what it's about. It's, it's um, you know, each little step, each day, each hour, um, you're learning something new, you're taking in information, you are... Uh, being productive every hour, you're finding um, ways to be productive, create, uh, you know, positive outcomes, opportunities for yourself. And, you know, everyone lives the same 24 hours, but everyone's results are different because of the way they use those 24 hours. And I think that successful people are constantly utilizing their time uh, in an efficient manner um, to, to really just appreciate um, each step along the way. They, they yeah, have a lot of gratitude. And just to add to that there, I find like a lot of successful people and players, they, they do a good job of learning and applying it to the game. Mm-hmm. So it could be about maybe um, learning about making a thin value bet on the river or making a big all-in, all-in bluff to steal a big pot. Mm-hmm. something that they've acquired something that they learn and applying it and also finding teachable concepts within the game too. 
beyond just strategic moves, such as maybe they can apply poker and use it on learning about investments or learn more about variance or about calculated risk that they can take outside of poker mm -hmm. um, here. So I think that's a good way to kind of sum up um, how players measure success in general. Yeah, um, I, I definitely agree. Um, it's also about, um, you know, realizing your mistakes or realizing your missed opportunities. Um, maybe you had a chance to bluff someone off a, off their hand, but you didn't realize it at first. And then in hindsight, after analyzing the hand, you realize, oh, that was a perfect opportunity. I could have represented the net flush or whatever and taking a stab at it instead of checking it down and losing the pot. Um, you know, that's not, it's, it's not necessarily a mistake because you didn't like mess up really, but right. it is a missed opportunity. Um, and at the same time, you do want to realize the mistakes you made, like when you make an obvious mistake where you um, made a bad call or whatever, or made a bad raise, that didn't make sense. You want to realize those mistakes instead of viewing them as failure, um, see it as a mistake, learn from it, and then you're already on the path towards being successful, even though it may not seem like it, it may not be like totally obvious to everyone, but you know you're on the right path towards success. And that's really all that matters. And I also find that it's very difficult to differentiate short-term mistakes and looking at the long-term view of things. For example, I think like a lot of players, they make mistakes. And then since there's, you know, maybe so much money that's involved at the stakes that they're playing right now, they get very discouraged, like you mentioned, and they lose the motivation um, here or even get depressed. But then in the long run, I think some of these small mistakes that you make in these certain stakes is something that you, a lot of players can just overall like learn from mm -hmm. and they can be better because hopefully a lot of our listeners, maybe they're playing small stakes, micro stakes there. They make these mistakes, they learn from it. And then they won't make those mistakes when they're playing maybe two or three stakes higher in, in a year or two. Mm. So I think our listeners, they really need to understand that success in poker, it's, it's, so, it's so tangible in a way that you can't make it where it's focused on money or short-term results. And you have to focus it on things that you can control. Yeah. And, and it's crazy because I think that, as simple as this really is to like realize, I think this yeah. is where a lot of players really destroy themselves because um, everything they're just focused on the money. They want to, they want to get rich. They, they want to make a lot of money and, and they're, they're kind of forgetting that, you know, like don't let it um, get to the point where you're, you're, you're just stressing about the money and how much money right. you made today and how much money um, you, or how much money you lost today. Um, like you said, focus on the things that you can control and realize that, that these, these are really what, um, what generates success. Yeah. And you know what, like this doesn't just apply to beginning players or whatnot here. It also happens a lot to seasoned players or players who have been playing for many, many years too. You know, even I'm not immune to, you know, to recognizing mistakes and getting hard on, on myself as well. 
And I know a lot of my friends and players who have been playing for many years, they, they do the same thing where, you know, they're not thinking of big bets, but they're just thinking of all the money that they lost in the short term there. Mm-hmm. And they get very discouraged or they start tilting or they start ranting. So it's like, it's, it's a constant battle, to be honest with you. And I think like you have to kind of have a practice and constantly um, tell yourself that, okay, these are the things that I can control. These are the things that I'm going to do right now and that you're going to learn and grow from it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's uh, success is constant. It's never ending. Um, I mean, another way to look at that, kind of like the opposite way of looking at it is if you win the World Series of Poker main event for $8 million today, mm-hmm. right? Does that automatically mean you're going to be successful uh, for the rest of your life? It doesn't, right? Because, yeah. I mean, who knows what, what can happen tomorrow or next month. Um, if, you Congratulations, you won a big pot of money. But um, if you want to stay successful, you got to keep working at it. You got to keep on finding ways to keep yourself happy, keep yourself engaged, keep yourself productive, and um, just keep yourself motivated. What if someone defines success as recognition like they want to win the world series of poker because they want to be recognized as the main event champion here is that something that is feasible for players recognition itself is 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 reasonable i think but i mean Mm -hmm. you you shouldn't be saying oh i and the only way to achieve recognition is to win the main event because that's not true there are plenty of other ways you can be become recognized in the poker scene you could become a, a YouTube vlogger or, or live streamer on Twitch or whatever. Um, you can win a bunch of other events or you can, um, I don't know, there's, there's, there's numerous ways. It, just being consistent in itself is a way to g- gain recognition in this, in this game. You don't have to win the World Series main event. So um, I, mean, I would say that that, again, goes down to your goal setting um, and if your goal is to win the main event just for recognition purposes, that's an unrealistic goal. Um, you're definitely going to fail. Yeah. And let's also talk about some other ways not to measure success. We, we mentioned um, how focusing on money and win rate can be very detrimental mm-hmm. to the mindset of trying to be successful. We also talked about just now about um, recognition um, are there other ways that we should not measure success or those like the three main um, reasons there? To not? Uh, yes, to not measure success. Um, I mean, I want to say, yeah, there are other reasons. I, I can't think of any on the top of my head. I think it all just comes down to like point, again, like, like you don't want to just measure it in terms of going from point A to point B, whether that's monetary or, or whatever it is. Um, yeah. On the other well, flip say... side of it, you know, there's, there's a million ways you could define success. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some, some could even argue that success is just doing your best. And as long as you give it your hundred percent, give it your all, uh, even if it doesn't lead to like any big results or achievements, if you know, you d- did your best, you, you can feel proud of yourself and feeling proud of yourself in, in it is, I think, uh, successful. Yeah, and I know some people or some players, poker is not 
like their full-time life, mm-hmm. you know, and it could be just a passion that they enjoy playing here. So how do players want to define your own success is, is to your own merit. So it could be getting better at playing um, poke at your own home game that you play every Friday night with your friends mm-hmm. there. You don't have to be the best player in your city. <laughs> you don't have to go to your local car room and be the best player at your two, five or five, 10 game there. Maybe your goal is just, okay, I want to just have an edge against some of the players that I usually play against, or it could be about winning a local tournament um, at your card room or, or playing on your favorite app and winning a tournament there. You know, it could be, it could be little reasons like that, or it could also just mean just cashing in a WSOP event um, whenever that happens, you know? It could be uh, even think, as simple as just wanting to hang out with your friends yeah. um, outside of work. You know, it, it's about uh, balancing your work life with your hobbies. And if poker happens to be your hobby, then just making time uh, in your schedule to play two hours with your with your buddies uh, every week or whatever it is. I think that in itself is already successful. You're um, if it makes a ha- if it make again, if it makes you happy and you're enjoying your life better instead of just only stressing 100% on your work life, then you're on the right path. Yes. And one more thing about how not to measure success here when it comes to money. What I've seen many times is players, when they focus just on money there, it leads to desperation. It can lead to bad decisions, mm-hmm. not just at the poker table, but also outside the poker table. And it can also lead to them borrowing money that they don't have. Yeah. And those are just the those are just reasons why instead of focusing on money, on focusing on, you know, achieving things that you can control. One way I think that you can sort of combat that um, maybe for some is just practicing more gratitude. Like, for Mm -hmm. example, uh, I'm going to use a little bit of an exaggerated example here just just to make it easier. But let's say you have $100,000 bankroll just to play poker with, right? That's a a pretty big bankroll. Um, And let's say you go play some 510 and you lose $2,000 and you're upset about it and you're all tilted and then um, you're thinking, oh man, two thousand dollars. All the things I could have bought with that. Then you get desperate and you want to get unstuck and you chase after it. But really, if you just take a step back and say, dude, I still got ninety-eight k left to play with my bankroll. That's more than like majority of all poker players out there. Um, ninety-eight thousand dollars. I could buy like a car. I could buy put a down payment on a nice house. That that's still a ton of money. Two thousand dollars in hindsight. What is what is the difference? How is that changing your life? today compared to where it was yesterday right um right so just again just stop stop stressing about the money stop thinking about success in terms of money maybe maybe they're stressing because they say they think oh damn i lost two thousand dollars that's an unsuccessful poker session that's not true you still put in uh, a few hours and played several hands you uh put yourself through situations in the game that you learn from that you retained information against your opponents that you just played against so that next time you play them, you can outplay them. You still, there are still a lot of reasons to be, to feel like that session was a success. Don't think about losing the money. 
Yes, and I also find that and it's not sometimes with players it's not really about losing money, but the expectation that they will win money during a session. And that's why they're disappointed. Mm. They think like, okay, I'm gonna come in here, I'm gonna crush these guys. These guys are recreational players. I'm going to win three thousand dollars today at this table. And then instead of that, they lose their they lose three thousand dollars and it feels more like six thousand dollars to them because yeah. it feels like a six you know, it feels like a six thousand dollar swing where they expect to win three, but they lose three K, you know? And it's very tough to get out of that mindset and and look at the long-term view of things. And that's why I think we've always advocate on, you know, taking records at the table and kind of looking at a bigger picture view of your statistics, just so then you can kind of get an overall grasp of how variance works and and things like that. Yeah, overall, uh, when you set expectations, you're going to be set, you're setting yourself up for failure. We talk about that um, as well as yeah. um, entitlement tilt, which is, I think, what you're basically describing, where you feel like you know the game better, you study the game better, you put in more hours. So therefore, you feel like you should beat your opponent and you get upset when you don't. And we talk about that. We cover all the different forms of tilt on, on elevatedpoker.com. Uh, we have an entire section and videos dedicated to that. Uh, so be sure to check that out if you can relate to that. Yes. And one more thing that just came came to mind here is I see, I also see players, they measure success by comparing their own results to another player. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And I think that is that can be very detrimental to your mental health just because um, you're, the, the other player, you don't know what kind of table they're in you know they don't know what kind of uh, variables they're going through here and we mentioned short-term variance you know like we could even we could both be playing the same games kyle at the same time and you could be plus like i don't know plus 500 dollars ev and i could be like negative 1500 ev there does it does it mean that you're a better player than me you know so i think a lot of people they think, okay, um, I'm, I'm making this much, but this other guy that's playing the same games, they're, they're making like X, X amount more. That means that he's better than I am. And yeah. that's just a wrong way to measure success, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Good points. So I guess to wrap it up, you know, the main things you want to use to measure success is um, you want to use you want to measure it with things that you have control of you want to measure it in terms of how happy you are and um i guess you need to understand the difference between what you need and what you want i think that creates a little clash there as well yeah and if I guess if um, all those things don't really resonate with you, maybe you can ask yourself, what are you maybe doing to help evolve the game and make people want to play poker in the future? That could be also a measure of success as well. And on top of what you just mentioned. Yeah, that's a good one. You don't want to be that guy that uh, just makes it miserable to play for the whole table. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, 
I think that wraps up uh, this week's episode, right, Kyle? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Um, well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, please tune in uh, to our website at elevatedpoker.com. Uh, check out our mastermind course that's on there if you haven't. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Take care. All right. Later.